My name is Adrienne Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. My name is Adrian Finch, and I'm your host. And today I have a very special guest, Jill Cimarelli. Hello, Jill. Hello. How are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so excited that I'm here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. I feel like you are someone who we've connected on it. Oh, well, first of all, I've known you for a while. Yeah. I've known you actually for like yeah, a long time. Yeah, I was going to say like a lot of years. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> YouTube has this crazy community where it's like, you can know someone for so long and only see them a few times a year, but you feel like you kind of like know what's going on in their life. It's totally. This whole like, we are like high school, I think. Yeah. Well, now we're like college. Well, but. it's like the weird part about social media. I feel like even my friends from home, because I'm from New yeah. Jersey, like I know what's going on in all of their lives. Yeah. I don't I always have to like talk to them yeah. to know. It's honestly it's like there. a blessing and sometimes a curse. But yeah. all, that part of it is so incredible. I love that I can feel like we're not complete strangers, even though in person, I feel like I haven't seen you in like. I know, a long time. but it's like totally fine. Yeah, it's totally normal. <laughs> well, no, I love that you kind of, we connected over kind of like things like this. I was saying I mm -hmm. want people on the show. And I'm pretty sure actually someone definitely like said when I, I did a poll on Instagram, yeah. and I was like, who should be on my show? And someone's definitely said you. Love so that. that worked out really well. <laughs> Shout um, out to my number one fan, whoever you are. <laughs> whoever you are, I'll figure it out later. <laughs> um, so no, I'm, I'm happy that you can come on here. Um, yeah. We were just kind of talking pre-show about sort of Jill's like incredible and you know interesting journey we all have interesting journeys Very that we unique. can talk about <laughs> and like I what I love about kind of your story is I just feel like we all kind of started doing similar things and we all she's a content creator first of all if you guys don't know Jill she has been on YouTube for a long time she makes awesome videos she's been done all sorts of content creating acting she's done other worked for other companies mm -hmm. so she's like very well-rounded and was totally in that kind of OG like YouTube squad situation group like I met her probably four or five years ago, yeah. like with Monica and Shelby, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, totally. So, um, oh my God, with, wait, what was the channel that you JLT, got? just yes, like that. That's exactly how we met. Yep, yeah. if any of you OG, um, <laughs> if any of you listeners are OG YouTube peeps from my JLT days, <laughs> then shout out to you for still being here. <laughs> I occasionally get messages being like, I've watched you since JLT. And I'm like, right? whoa, you've literally watched me for five years okay, and that's weird. I had a YouTube channel in high school, like when I was yeah. literally 15, so wow. 10 years ago. That's insane. And occasionally very occasionally but i'll get people who are like hey i remember you from wow. that channel and i'm like what like Isn't that why crazy? are you watching that it it's honestly really bad. Though, like kind of incredible to think that someone that you don't personally know can have been on this like life journey with you for <laughs> 10 know. years like that's i know like i feel so happy every time someone says that but also like weirded i'm like oh my god you cared for that long like <laughs> why i've kept your interest that's awesome i'm I doing something right <laughs> oh but it's you know it's crazy i yeah. feel like if you're listening um you know i i've been definitely branching out with the types of guests i'm bringing on i'm trying to get a lot more like thought leaders in different industries and ceos and entrepreneurs um to get a, a well-rounded kind of feel of different types of guests but as you guys know like i am a content creator and i you know, got started as an entrepreneur on YouTube. And so a lot of the people that are in my circle are people that are valuable to bring on the show. And so you are one of those people that Yay. I really wanted to talk to about kind of your journey. And 
We're just, I mean, we're basically just going to dive right in. Great. You guys, before we get into it, I just want to remind you all, there is an Instagram account at the self-made CEO that you should go peep if you want. And it's not just like, oh my God, follow it because I want it to grow. But I really try to post like useful informational tidbits and quotes and just really inspiring, motivating things because I want everyone every single day to feel like inspired and ready to conquer the day. <laughs> we get really real and raw in there. So go follow the Instagram if you want. I also have a private Facebook group. I want to chat with all of you guys. It'll be linked in the show notes. And Jill. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. So to start, why don't you give everyone like a brief like run through of just my career yes literally <laughs> yes I'm you should see me I'm literally hands in the air like uh, okay yes your career um okay so as I mentioned had a YouTube channel when I was like 15 yeah I had a thousand subscribers it was Woo. with my best friend at the time and like oh my god we were through the roof excite when we hit 1,000 subscribers because um, we could yeah. start monetizing it used to be like a rule on YouTube mm-hmm. that you had to have at least 1,000 subscribers to monetize your videos and now isn't that rule back I honestly don't even remember. I, it is, I think it is now. It's like 1,000 wow. again pl- or oh, like 400,000 yeah, minutes yes, of I watch totally time. I remember this. Because when I started, that wasn't a thing. It could just be monetized, but you right. had to hit a certain threshold. You had to hit like $100 right, yeah. to I'm be pretty paid sure that out. But that's, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay, so when you started, it was also like that. Oh, yeah, it was like that. Um, and you already knew that YouTube like paid money. Like, were you... I mean... A little bit. A little, yeah. Like, this was, like, Michelle Fawn days. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean. The OG We, days. like, loved her. Yeah. Loved her. So obsessed. And, um, yeah, so it was sort of like that, but not really. And we were 15, so we weren't yeah. really you're, trying you're to make money. concerned that Literally, much. <laughs> when we got our $100 check in the mail after, like, four months, yeah. it was, like, everything to I us. mean, yeah. That's an It was so good. I used to, like, click on my own video, like, 100 times. Dude, just I did to, like, that give too. us a little, yep. like, boost. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, but then I actually moved from my hometown. So um, we decided like, well, we can't really do our YouTube channel right. together anymore. And so both of us created separate channels and sort of directed our followers to that. Mm-hmm. And luckily, like, I'm pretty sure I had like then a thousand on this other channel, which is right. still my current channel. Yeah. And I didn't do anything with it for years, honestly. But I was like, oh, maybe I'll do it someday. Yeah. And then the summer before I moved to L.A., I just started uploading again, and at that time, I uploaded every other day. Oh wow! I, like, so when was full that? Full main channel video. Um, God, like six years ago. Okay, so so you did take you took a little pause, but it was like when you were in high school, and then you came back. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and then um, wow, so that was when I was day. nineteen that I came back. That's impressive. Every, I have no like, what was you I doing? You must have loved making videos. I know, right? I I did, and like back then, it was so easy. Like yeah. it was like here's how I paint my nails, and yeah, that was yeah. like the whole video. Yeah, and it's like a hundred thousand views. Exactly. Yeah, right. No, that's true. I remember hitting 10,000 subscribers and literally screaming and running through my oh, parents house like yeah. losing my mind <laughs> that I would have I mean I mean still, it's no it, it honestly that's so funny you say that because so I started way later I started my senior year in college mm-hmm. and like but it was so funny because I was on that channel just like that I initially grew fast right. and then it like slowed down but at first like I gained I got to 10,000 in like three months no okay no it was like more than that mm-hmm. but once I started actually consistently making videos, it was like three months of making videos and then I hit 10,000 and my college that I went to was like so impressed with me. They literally <laughs> like put me on this banner. Don't they, you love that? Yeah, they were like, oh my God, she hit 10,000 subscribers and like, because it was it was a big deal obviously that it was fast, but it's also yeah. just funny how time, like every year that goes by, the metric, it's like, oh, well now there's that many channels with, totally. you know what I mean? So it's like at the time it was like, 
Whoa, that's a huge, huge, huge deal. And of course it still is, but you know what I'm saying. For sure. That's funny. Yeah. And then like once I hit 10,000, my channel grew like pretty quickly. Like in the next like month and a half, I hit like 30,000. Wow. Yep. I think I made a video about the fault in our stars and it was right when that movie was coming out and it like blew up. I literally know what video you're talking about. because The notebook one? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Because like when I've stalked your channel before, like years ago, it was like one of the, is it still the most popular video? I don't know. Yeah. But it's definitely up up there. Yeah. That's so funny. For that was sure. smart. Hey, it's I, funny how like one video can sometimes really trigger this like I know, huge it's blow so up. weird. Because that kind of happened with me as well. Yeah. But anyway. Um. So fast forward, like YouTube is great. I graduate from college. I'm doing it full time, all mm-hmm. of that. And then sort of like the YouTube apocalypse happens yep. where like everyone's channels just randomly died yep. for who knows what reason. Yeah. Um, I love it. I know. Not, <laughs> I'm not freaking out. It's fine. It's totally Everything fine. is fine. It's that meme of like the cartoon dog like in the flames just smiling going, it's fine. Yeah, literally. That, <laughs> That's me. That was me. Yeah. And slash Chillis. Yeah, me too. Um. So then, like, I just felt like I just started grasping at straws. I was like, what can I do? Yeah. What will people watch? Like, yeah. what can like, I create? Like, for your videos, like, trying to think of the type of content. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And just trying to, like, do all sorts of things that just weren't even, like, me or yeah. anything that I was interested in yeah. or what my channel was about. But I was just trying to do anything that yeah. I thought, like, okay, maybe people will click on this. Yeah. Maybe people click on this. And then it was like, okay, great. Everyone's telling me my videos aren't showing up in their subscription box and all yep. this stuff. And it's like, okay, what? I don't even stand a chance here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can so relate to that. And yeah. it's so frustrating. And so, like, at this point, it's, um, I don't know, like a year and a half ago. Um, and I'm like, you know what? The only videos that I'm enjoying making right now are my vlogs. Mm-hmm. So why am I wasting my time with this side channel or not even side channel it was my main channel yeah, but this yeah. other channel that I'm just not enjoying the content I'm making I'm not making any money off of it mm-hmm. because I'm not getting a lot of views on it mm-hmm. and so like why am I spending all this time yeah working on this when I'm getting way more success on my vlog channel and yes. that's what I enjoy so that's sort of how I ended up coming to the conclusion that I was going to leave that channel yeah which was really sort of um scary obviously and also it was that weird thing of like what if someday I want to come back what do I do um so I just tried to be really candid in the video where I said that I was going to leave my channel just being Mm -hmm. like I'm not saying this forever I don't know what I want to do with this channel yet I don't know what it's going to be in the future if it will be anything in the future all I know is that it's not right right now and so I'm just going to like take a step back yeah and leave and also at that time, I had started to get into social media management for a different company. Mm-hmm. And so I was starting to explore like, okay, what else can I do with these skill sets that right. I've created by doing this for myself? So I felt like, okay, I have this additional income from this right. other company and I'm not enjoying this and I can keep doing what I actually enjoy and get this yeah. additional income. And that was sort of my first step into diversifying my income right. a lot and trying to figure out, okay, what are all of the ways that I can use these skill sets? Right. Which is really like fun and exciting. I'm still figuring it out, to be honest. No, totally. And I want to pause you because I want to talk about this before we finish that. Yeah. Actually, no. Finish that and then I'm going to go back (laughs) because, yeah, finish up to like where you're at now. Because I have, oh my gosh, I have so many things I want to talk about. Okay, great. Yeah, so worked at that company freelance doing social media management for about Mm -hmm. a year and then transitioned to a marketing agency, um, which is where I'm working right now. And I have like multiple clients that I manage all of their projects for, all of their posting, content creation, all of that. Wow. Um, And then of course, in the midst of all of this, I decide, hey, I'm gonna bring my main channel back. (laughs) Yeah, you did. So how how recently did you bring that back? Because I I was- A few months ago? Yeah, okay. It it was fairly recently actually. Which is weird because it feels like longer, but it definitely hasn't been. Well, I feel like when you're so in, when you are in that flow of making videos every week and like, Mm -hmm. 
it's so much that when you stop doing it, I'm sure you felt like, wow, like I, this yeah. is, I, it's been forever since I've done this. Oh, yeah. Well, I left that channel for more than a year yeah. before I came back. And that, I mean, and that is a long time, especially, yeah, with the amount of work on videos that we do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was a long time. So Ma, um, what made you want to come back? I just felt re-inspired. Like I had a new idea of like more quote unquote main channel content right. that I wanted to create. And I was like. I don't care if I don't get views if I like the thing that if I'm you making. Like what you're doing, yeah. And so since I'd come up with this idea that I actually enjoyed, I was like, okay, well, it makes sense then yeah. that I start making this again. Right. Um, so that's sort of why I decided to bring it back. I was just sort of like, oh, why not? And yeah. like, my manager was always complaining, like people want to work with that other channel because it has more subscribers, and being like, please bring it back. And so yeah. just started brainstorming ideas of things that I wanted to do on that channel, and it still is sort of a work in progress. Mm -hmm. um, I think overall it's like a lifestyle channel, but yeah. it's sort of just random stuff. But it's like so important what you said that you like what was the most important to you was that you're liking what you're doing mm -hmm. because you guys it's literally I mean, I say this all the time and everyone does and it sounds cliche, but it's like if you're not enjoying like literally every day of what you're uh, OK, hold on. Let me start over because <laughs> there are going to be days and jobs and yes. things that you have to do that aren't, you know, the most exciting. I don't love responding to emails for hours, but I like have to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying, you know, everything needs to be dandy and perfect. But, you know, when you really step back and look at what you're doing in your life and what you're doing for a career, if you don't wake up excited about it, even though there will be rough days, if you don't love it, like what is the what is the purpose? Like, what's totally. the point? Because you're, you, if you like the process, you will get to the end goal. If you don't like the process, you can't get exactly. to the end goal. And I feel like that's sort of where I ended up losing myself originally with that channel is I really liked the videos I was making. And then I got a little older and liked them less, but they were still getting a lot of views and I was right. still making a lot of money off of them, which helps motivate you, right, you know, when you're seeing success with that. And then when that died off and I wasn't getting views or making a lot yep. of money and I hated what I was doing, I was like, okay, well, like, why am I doing it? Literally no, no, there's, there's no reason to continue. You know, it's so funny. Like, I feel like I've been in places like that before in my mind with YouTube where same kind of thing where it's like, why am I pushing something over? And over? Like, I clearly have skill sets. I clearly could be making a mm -hmm. ton of money doing like X, Y, Z thing. Why am I like sitting here trying over and over to like force this thing to work that's like not even in my control? Like the people like the videos. It's like just they're not getting seen or they're not getting pushed or whatever. And some of them are better than others. And then I finally get a brand deal and then I just feel like I'm selling out. And it's like, you know, it's this whole thing. It's like why you made the I think you made the right decision mm -hmm. for yourself at that time. Exactly. Because you're exactly. like, there's literally when you write down on paper, like what is keeping me here? And you're like, um, just the fear maybe of stopping. OK, that's not enough. Like exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Even like now I find myself faced with things like this with like freelances. Mm -hmm. For example, I got an offer, or not an official offer, but they were very interested in hiring me for this company, but it was going to be a full-time position right. in office, like nine yeah. to five, that like, sort of vibe. Do your thing. But it was like a full like salary benefits, like everything ah, that like you sort like, of are like, tempting. oh, like I'm about to turn 26, I need help yeah. here. You know, yeah, like exactly. it's very tempting. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Like that's not going to be right for me. Yeah. I, I can't sit at a desk nine to five Monday through Friday and like yeah. do that big commute every day and like yeah it just wasn't right so I was like, like you know it's okay. not worth it no matter what the benefits or the money or right. whatever is I'm gonna figure it out my own way right and figure out how to get health insurance without your parents no totally <laughs> hey I had to do it and it's Fun not stuff. actually that bad especially in California it's not actually that totally. they make it pretty easy to figure it out cool um just so you know if you ever I'll need help you about that holler later. at me literally I'm like the grandma of this friend circle of I'm I was the first one to have to do the Love health it. insurance thing. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, wow. Okay, first of all, I'm just like, 
I'm very okay. When you came back to yeah. YouTube, I know. So it sounded like you just were re-inspired. You're like, mm-hmm. why not? And you weren't putting as much pressure on yourself. I'm sure because yeah. you're like, I my life is fine in terms. You know, I'm doing this job. I'm happy doing this. So I'm just gonna do this only if I'm like happy doing it. And exactly. what have you seen come out of that? First of all, what were people's kind of responses and react? Did you just come back or did you like make an announcement again that yeah, so you were coming back? I did make an announcement. Definitely use my boyfriend for clickbait. Yeah. So thanks, Connor. <laughs> I <laughs> love said, that. Like, um, the big announcement or something. It was yeah. like me and him in the thumbnail. Ooh, <laughs> like we're getting married or yeah. something. <laughs> Pregnant. Ridiculous. No, I was just bringing my main show yeah. back. Um, but uh, first of all, people's responses when I was leaving were all one very supportive. Yeah. Good. I didn't get any mean comments of like, haha, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and a lot of people were like, wait, do your vlogs on this channel, which was mm. something that I sort of considered because it obviously mm-hmm. had more subscribers. But honestly, like the engagement rate on my vlog channel with the smaller subscribers right. and views like yeah. made more like sense to me. Like those are the people who are there for the vlogs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so when I came back, honestly, the response was really great. Everyone was really excited to see like what I wanted to do, to mm-hmm. hear more about like what I had planned for that channel. Um, and I was sort of candid in the video and just being like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know how long this is going to last. And I don't know what okay. I'm going to do. Exactly. Yeah. But we're just here and we're going to see how I it goes. I think that being honest with that is really important because <clears throat> I've, I have found one of my struggles with just everything we do mm-hmm. over the years has been that it is so – I hate more than anything if I ever feel like I made a promise that I like don't end up keeping – the reality of our type of business is that you are going to change your decisions. Like you're going to go one way and then you're going to see how that plays out and you might change your mind. And that's okay. And that's the way that this works. If I start a series and I decide "Mm, it's actually not working, then I might stop. But I think that in the past, something that I could have done better that I didn't is being upfront right away about that and not saying I'm doing this thing. It's going to be every Tuesday, but being like, Hey, I'm going to try this thing. Totally. I think I'm going to like it, but we're going to see. I'm not saying it's going to last a year. I'm not saying, you know, and I think for sure. I've beat myself up so many times where I have felt like I've like started something and then just fallen off without being honest with people about like, why. Yeah, like I started an email list like two years ago mm-hmm. and people were like really into it and, and subscribing and signing up and I got a ton of emails, the email addresses. Mm-hmm. And then I like realized I could, I didn't know enough about the logistics. I couldn't take on another thing at totally. the time, but I just kind of fell off instead of like telling everyone, like, hey, actually, we're going to pause on this. Mm-hmm. And I, if I could go back, I think that's something like I could have done better. Yeah. You know? Honestly, I feel like that's just one of those things that you learn, though, is how to deal with that transparency. Totally. You know, I even feel like maybe if I had addressed two years ago on my main channel, like, hey, this isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And I don't yeah. know what I'm doing here. Yeah. That maybe it could have led down a different path. Yeah. You know, and so I... I try to do that now. Like even during Vlogmas, I talked a little bit about how it can be discouraging when you are putting a lot of work and time into videos and content mm-hmm. and they don't perform the way that you wish that they would mm-hmm. or you feel like it's not being seen or you don't know what you're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that sort of transparency always gets an amazing response back right. of people being like, we don't know what we're doing either. Like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's life. That's exactly. literally how it goes. Like we don't have to be so calculated Hard on ourselves. and formal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm super proud of all of that. I think it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really cool to like, I bet that was very nerve wracking to be like, I'm leaving this because especially when mm-hmm. you're, you know, your community and, and your friends and a lot of us are doing similar things and it's like, oh, whoa, like, and I mean, you were still vlogging, so it's not yeah. like you entirely left YouTube, but, a little. but it does take a lot of guts to like 
make that decision and do what's best for you in that moment. And it was okay. You came back. You could do whatever you want. Like, that's the beauty of it. But I do want to talk a little bit about kind of that financial side and not to like dig deep into your finances. But what I what we were just kind of chatting before the show about how, you know, I would love more than anything to not care about the numbers. Like Mm -hmm. if I always say if I affect one person positively, I've done my job. If I make an entire video and only one person is moved by it, though, like that justifies for me, like making that video. Right. It's not about the money. It's not about the numbers. But. What I find is, like, obviously with a career, with being self-employed, with being an entrepreneur, like, you literally have to make a living and you have to care about that thing. For sure. So, like, what was your – you said that you were kind of working with this company a little bit. Were you doing, like, a part-time thing? Like, how were you basically – like, when you left your channel, and it sounds like your channel was already not your main, like, financial support. Yeah. How did you – what, just how did yes. that work? <laughs> okay, so basically what happened is this all, when I was deciding about my main channel all, and all of this, was sort of during that boom of Instagram where everyone mm-hmm. started using Lightroom and like yeah. bloggers were a thing yeah. on Instagram Presets. suddenly. And like I felt yeah. like, I don't know, I to me that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like all of a sudden oh, it, it was really, really popular. I agree. And so honestly, I started getting most of my income off of Instagram. Oh, that makes sense because you have always had a really great Instagram. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you've been verified for a long time, I feel I like. Know. Literally, I woke up one day and looked at my Instagram and I was verified. Really? It was you, a miracle. Was it when you were like acting on, were you like? No, it no, was, it was just, before that. That's so random. I know. I mean, um, not that. My, no, my manager I mean. at the time, I texted her. I was like, hey, did you do this? And she was like, oh, yeah, I did. And I was like, okay, that that's makes so sense. That's so nice, yeah. But like, I had no idea that she was even working yeah. on that or that it was oh, going to happen. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, sorry. Oh, there, well, there was an Instagram oh, yes. boom. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. were getting income. So from that's that. where I was getting most of my income, which is what sort of freed me up to be able to be like, okay, forget yeah. my main channel because yeah, I course. have income coming in a different way right. for brand deals. Right. Um, so that was really helpful. And then, yeah, I took on this um, other job, which I was just making an hourly rate at, but. Um, the amount that I was making there every month paid my rent. Yeah, okay. And so anything that I made off of YouTube, AdSense, brand deals, any of that, Poshmark, literally mm-hmm. anything, mm-hmm. was just additional income that I got to put into savings or use on trips or whatever yeah. that was, which was really nice and freeing and like such a good feeling to be like, oh, I know for a fact that when I can you pay know, my rent every yeah, month. <laughs> that, no, that's really important, I think, as for anyone really in any stage, like when you really calculate out like your monthly expenses and then if you can find something that you know covers that it does it would make it feel a lot more free like totally for other stuff yeah. exactly and it also freed me up to being like okay i don't need my main channel like right. i i have the stability a little bit here where mm-hmm. i don't need to do things that i don't want to do right yeah no that's really, really that's nice. incredible because i think a lot of people talk so much about like doing what you love and like follow your passions and like don't work for something you don't want but people don't as much really talk about like not everyone feels financially in the position to do that. And like Absolutely. that's a real situation. I firmly believe that anyone can position themselves to be in that position where Definitely. they can financially support themselves. And even if it means having a part-time job and pursuing exactly. the thing. So I try to talk about that. But I think a lot of people don't shed light on the fact that like not everyone feels like they financially can actually just step up and be like, okay, I'm switching career paths or I'm, you know, they feel like, well, I spent money on college or I spent money here or I have these expenses. It's like, that's a real thing. (laughs) For sure. Well, and I also feel like there's some sort of ridiculous, makes no sense shame that doesn't really exist, but you put on yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt that I literally until... December, so a month ago, I didn't even tell my YouTube channel that I was doing freelance work. Right. No one even knew that I was doing it other than like my close friends. Yeah. 
Because I was like, is that like admitting that like this that failed this and it working. wasn't working and I had to go do something else? Which maybe is a little bit true. But also it's but people totally BS and like. No, for sure. You oh, know, that's such an interesting. I that people. OK, every time I meet anyone, I swear, Jill, like they think I'm literally loaded like people think I'm like so (laughs) rich and I think part of it is because like some people in our position even with similar or lower numbers Mm -hmm. are absolutely but everyone has such different like what people don't see and people are starting to open up a little bit more on YouTube Mm -hmm. about this now I've seen a lot of people in channels who are starting to really admit like hi this is my YouTube income Mm -hmm. this is how I make money these are my revenue streams I've loved watching those types of yeah me too because what people don't understand is that People in our position, you could look the same on paper, like numbers, you know, types of videos, whatever. Mm-hmm. Your revenue streams are not, your income is not the same. Like totally. I have, I know people personally who get like maybe only twice as many views per month as me, but make probably five times the amount of AdSense money. And it's like, it makes no sense, but it's like, that's how it works. Yeah. And people <laughs> do not understand that. Everyone I meet just thinks I'm like rolling in the dough. And I'm like, where are you getting that impression? <laughs> is it because I'm like I know. posting Instagram stories at brunch? Like, what yeah, is I, it? I guess, yeah. Is it because I work for myself that everyone I think thinks, so. Yeah. I think that's it, is that people see that you're not going to a job every right. day. And so to them, that means like, oh, they must have so much money yeah. because they don't have to work a normal job. Right. And I think, yeah. yeah and then there like becomes this shame around having a job. Totally. It's like. Just because you have 100,000 subscribers doesn't mean that you don't need a part-time job at Claire's or yeah. I don't know where. Claire's? Or, what is that? <laughs> Claire's? Yeah, yeah obviously. Back. I mean, hey, Claire's if you want. <laughs> but also then, you know what? That was a thing I had to – I had a, I accepted that also like if I ever – like I do some consulting stuff sometimes mm-hmm. randomly. It's very – I'll usually be like, oh, I'm bored. Let me do this and it's extra money. And then I'll right. like stop. I won't want to do it for long, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's another story. But – it's like people also need to understand like sometimes people want to diversify what their experience is. Like totally. Like I something that I missed was like working with people and that's why I started doing some freelance consulting because I was like I miss like helping other people grow and like Absolutely. working with other people and it's extra income. And like people yeah. could view that as like oh you need that because you're like not financially stable and it's like well it doesn't matter either way. Exactly. I've, and yeah. like that was sort of part of the I, – I live alone. So when I work from home, like, I'm literally alone, alone. all day. It's just, yeah. like, me and my cat hanging yeah. out, you know? Yeah. And so during my first freelance job, I actually worked in their office three days a week. And it was so fun. Like, yeah. I had work friends. Yeah. And we would, like, go out to lunch during our lunch breaks and, like, drinks after work yeah. and all this stuff. And it was, like, that's awesome. a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. And then sort of what you were saying about diversifying um, your skill sets, yeah. like, with this job that I'm currently at right now, I have learned a ridiculous amount from yeah. my boss. Like, oh, I'm sure. He sends me to um, client acquisition events so I can like pitch people about wow. what our company does and all this stuff. And like, I've never done that before. Yeah. I had no clue how to do it. Yeah. But he taught me, he's taught me all sorts of stuff. You're and so, like, useful experience. I'm gaining so much useful experience that I know that I can take into whatever my next thing is and also using it back for myself. Right. You know, like, I'm learning a lot of different skills that I that apply to all the things well that's something I want to ask you so Mm -hmm. when you started doing kind of social media management did you ever have this sort of gut reaction of like oh man like I'm doing so much for these people like if only I just did that same thing for myself or like did you ever did it make you cringe a little feeling like I guess I guess you weren't doing it necessarily right away because you were like I need extra money you were kind of interested in it so that makes sense because I remember like at my first job I was building their social media and I just remember thinking, man, if I didn't rely on this company for like 
my paycheck. Mm -hmm. Like I could be doing all this work on my own channel, like my own social media. And I remember just thinking like, I almost just died a little inside because I was like, I feel like I'm meant to like be the one who this is happening, you know? Totally. I guess it's a little different. Yeah. What? How did you feel about that? I don't know. I really don't feel this. Well, 50 50. 50% of me really likes being like the person who's in front of the camera, who's mm-hmm. talking, who's like doing all that. And then 50% of me doesn't really care so much about that. Yeah. And is totally fine with just helping other people yeah. grow their brands. Totally. And I, think, I don't know. It's really fun like helping people develop branding, mm-hmm. launching new products. Like that is fun. And you get to see the back end of that. Like if I ever want to launch whatever brand, like I sort like of know you, how to do that absolutely now for myself because I did it with someone else and without like the pressure of like this is mine and it has totally, to work. Totally, you know? yeah, no, that's that makes a lot of sense too. I feel like I would like doing that for. I did that actually for a while with like a financial editorial mm-hmm. kind of company, and it was it was like that where I was like, this is so unrelated to what I do that it was super fun like diving into that yeah. industry and helping them grow their thing. And I like wanted them to be successful because they were a cool company and they're helping women with finance and it love was that. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, I feel that. And I think I also get the best of both worlds because like I still do do my own social right, media, exactly. so I do still spend a lot of time working right. on that and a lot of time working on other people. So it, yeah. I think if I totally quit my social media and just focus on other people, at first it would be a sort of tough, right. Because it's like, okay, well, maybe I can continue committing this time to myself versus someone else. But um, I still do feel like it is committing to myself because of the skill sets that I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And it's pushing me towards whatever will be next. I don't Mm -hmm. know or really think that I'll be on YouTube forever. Right. You know? Um, So it's helping me figure out while I'm doing my YouTube channel what those skill sets are and how I can push that into whatever is going to be next for me in my life. Yeah. I think that's so useful. And I think that a lot of people... Put too much pressure on themselves to, A, know the direction they're going mm-hmm. instead of just trying a bunch of things and, like, just letting it flow. Totally. Because especially younger, like, when I was in college and, and even shortly after and even before, I just felt like basically <laughs> always, always until, like, the last, like, two years maybe, mm-hmm. I was literally just, like, trying everything mm-hmm. because that's how you learn and you exp- – like, I had so many internships that I was like, welp, I'm never getting into f- – VOD, like film and TV distribution, yeah. F that. Yeah. But like, I'm so glad that I had that internship and I'm glad I tried that. And I'm, I worked at Warner Brothers in publicity and like, yeah. I loved it and it was awesome. But I also knew like, okay, I'm not going to be a publicist. Yeah. That's fine. But it's like every experience is so rewarding, no matter if you know the end goal or not. Totally. And I feel like I encourage you all to like, just say yes to more opportunities. Every because, opportunity. Yeah. Because you really like that, especially if you're younger, like, just say yes and you will start to formulate what you do and don't want. And I finally feel like now at age 27, I'm more in a position to be able to like say no to things that I know just aren't really aligned with like some of my end goals. And not that I even, I don't know remotely where I'm going to end up in yeah. 10 years. But like, you know, if someone tomorrow was like, hey, do you want to help us with, uh, I don't know, some retail blah, blah, random mm-hmm. thing, I'd be like, yeah. well, no, it's not really aligned. Like, totally. Sure, it would be a paycheck, but it's not going to like. It's not it's on not the path. You. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not helping me. And yeah. so, but at first it was like, oh, I'll do anything in the industry that I like. Yeah. Well, here's a perfect example of that. Um, I forget if you mentioned this or not, but I also do some acting. Yeah. Um, and that's what I originally moved to LA for, which right. is so weird. Um, but um, a few years ago, the Fine Brothers, who have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. asked if I would be in one of their sketches. And it, they paid me like $75 for like yeah. a 14 hour day. Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> absolutely dirt cheap. Yeah. I was like, 
I don't even know if I'm going to do this. Like, is this really worth it? I decided to say yes to the opportunity because I was like, whatever. Like, they have a big YouTube channel and like, who knows? Like, maybe I'll gain some followers from it or something. Yeah. Uh, fast forward a year later, they're messaging me like, hey, come and audition for our feature film. And that's how I booked wow. my first movie. Yes, dude. Was by taking like that one opportunity that I was like, I am worth so much more than this, but whatever, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. And it literally ended up with a That's incredible. Movie. Yeah. And so, that's literally just goes to show. I feel like it's always when you're kind of questioning like, do I go? Do I not? That like something comes out of it. Totally. And it's also just... I like to say, like, no connection is a bad connection. Yes. Even if, like, get those drinks that you kind of were too lazy to do. You never know. Exactly. What will happen. And I have a little tidbit about that. But first, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey there. The holidays are here. So it's good to know Kroger can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Kroger has got you covered. So order for free pickup at Kroger.com or the app and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Hello, thank you for being here still. I feel like I say that after the breaks, even though I'm like, I hope you still want to listen. Hopefully someone's still there. Hello. Yeah. No, but I think you make such a good point, like really saying yes, especially also lately. I've talked about this a lot. I try really hard now to like do at least one like uncomfortable thing a day. And sometimes it can be as simple as like go say hi to someone across the room or it can be something that seems... Even sometimes, like, when I am so get so comfortable in my routine at home, sometimes I could even be like, oh, I don't want to go, like, record this podcast, even though, of course, I do. Yeah. You know, like, of course, I want to do it. It's like the You're anticipation where I'm just like, oh, I just, like, don't want to move. Mm-hmm. Even that could be considered, like, a, quote, uncomfortable thing, mm-hmm. even though it's not, because then you get here and you're like, this is amazing. Totally. But I felt like... I was saying that about this interview that I was doing with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a Skype interview for the podcast. And I really wanted her because she was this crazy, successful, amazing businesswoman. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I, was, I wasn't even uncomfortable. I was just like, I could take the lazy way out and just not. Or yeah. I could just like force myself to, it's not even that hard. Like you love talking to people, just get on the dang phone, call her totally. and be like, hi, will you do this? And I ended up doing that. Mm-hmm. I like I said, Adrian, this is perfect example. Like yeah. it's so easy. Just do the thing that you want to do but could take the lazy way out Mm -hmm. and literally this woman became my business coach like I this interview went so well it was like just I was after that I realized whoa I need to be like making myself uncomfortable more often and also just saying yes to things if even if like don't just take the lazy easy way out like you have the rest of your life to be late not that I'm lazy it's just no I could have like not had her as a guest and it would have been fine yeah exactly like it would have been fine if I didn't have her, but I asked and I wanted her and she said yes and we did it. And then not only did we do it, but it was like we really connected. Totally. And afterwards, my my thought was just, wow, if I just didn't reach out to her, Mm -hmm. like 
literally my life right now would be so different. Yeah, is that like so weird? And it's like you never know how. I know. It's so strange. Like, I'm sure you didn't think when you went to that one shoot, like, oh, I might no. be in their movie in a year. No, there was no movie in a year, you know? Like, it was nothing. And yeah. now, like, I ended up living with some of those people who yeah. I did that oh, movie with. And, awesome. like, they're still some of my absolute best friends. And it's like, what if I just didn't right? do that $75 gig? Yeah. You know? And at the end of the day, it's one thing to say yes to something that you're not as crazy about that's a five-month right um, commitment sure. doesn't really make as much sense this was one day yeah exactly it's like, like i don't have one day to spare yes you yeah, do you yeah. just sit on your couch all day no Bill. exactly <laughs> it's it's no, put yourself it's, out there yeah and i think that goes a lot with just like also the, the type of work ethic that you want to have it's like it's not don't always only be looking for your own gain mm-hmm. you know like okay you weren't going to make a lot of money that day but not only could you potentially gain more than you expect which you mm-hmm. did But also it's like you're helping them out and you just never know, like you said, the connections, the experience, like you could be completely, your life could be changed. And I encourage people to not like be, I don't want to say be selfish, but, but the more that you also give to others and want to help with things and want to be just available for someone, like that's when things come back to you and you can gain things from it well and it's easy to get caught up to in monetary things yes it just really is and and it's hard the older you get it was one thing when I was 19 and um, my student loans paid my rent and it was like all good you know like um and then you know now I'm about to turn 26 and I'm like okay what is next for me like I need to figure out what my life is going to be yeah no it definitely shifts I think there's a there's definitely a part that shifts where you go from making decisions because it might help you in connections mm-hmm. versus like sometimes I'll have two things in front of me and I'll say, well, shoot, I have to prioritize the one yeah. that's paying me over Absolutely. the one that's not. And that's just real life and that totally. happens. But it's like, yeah, the more that you can while you can not exactly be so caught up in that or do a good balance of both, like make sure you can cover your, you know, your expenses, yeah. but then do a random like side thing every now and then. Exactly. And I was actually sort of when I was thinking about that full-time position that wanted to hire me and things like that, that's sort of what I was thinking about talking to like my family and friends about this and just being like, you know what? I am, as much as I'm like, oh, I'm 26, I figure out what's going to be next for my life because I'm moving into sort of that next stage, it feels like. It's also like, I'm only 26. Yeah, yeah. And it just sort of came down to like, I have my whole life to get a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Literally my whole entire life. And you life. can always fall back on that if exactly. you need to. But right now I have momentum and the time and the freedom mm-hmm. to attempt building a bigger freelance yeah, business. Yeah, you don't have kids yet. You don't have exactly. a mortgage. Yeah. So it like, I was like, let's take advantage of this right now. If two or three years from now I'm like, this isn't right, I can always get a full-time job. But it's going to be way harder to transition to full-time and then leave yeah. full-time to move back 100%, into freelance. 100%. 100%. So I, I agree. if the opportunity is in front of you and you have the freedom to do it, take it. Yeah. Because why not? No, I I so agree with that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've kind of, even with YouTube, like my thought process the whole time has been like, Adrian, like if all else fails, like you have the education, the experience, yeah. the skills to like walk into a company and get a job. Absolutely. Like, literally, stu- like, film studios were, like, begging me to... Okay, I'm not... Subtle brag here. <laughs> they were Film begging. studios were begging. No, like, <laughs> literally, they were, like, begging me to take full-time mm-hmm. positions. And I was like, I just feel like I want to do my own thing. Right? And, like, that was a hard decision to make, but I'm also so glad that I did. And sometimes I sit there and I wonder, like, where would I be now if I had taken that Warner Brothers job? Right. But I'm also, like... If I tomorrow was like, you know what? I actually do want to be a publicist and I walked right <laughs> back into Warner Brothers. Like, 
I could go that route. You have if the same I experience that you had when they really wanted you. Exactly. So, and I feel more. like that's always so I love what you did, which is like you were prioritizing your own learning mm-hmm. and you getting the experience that you you feel comfortable so that like no matter what happens in the digital space or online, mm-hmm. like even if all social media got banned in the US, like you still have skills that you can apply anywhere. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's like the important thing. It's this is don't ever think that what you're doing is for no reason. Like even if you go down a path and you decide to switch complete totally. careers, like everything that you did is still helping you in some way and it totally. will continue to help you forever. Do you know how many times I quote like random ass college courses <laughs> on like african-american women's studies like course and i'll like quote my teacher and be like she told me that blah 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 and people are like what the heck i'm like i don't know i just remembered it totally like everything you do will positively yeah well i feel like going to acting school not only helped me like be comfortable in front of a camera oh yeah and be comfortable just talking to people in general but now like moving into the position i'm in right now with um this marketing company they send me to events to talk to clients and i feel very comfortable just like going up to people and talking to them and I'm quick on my feet yeah. and come up with something, whatever they ask yeah. me, I can just come up with something. That is so And those good. skills all apply, you know? Oh, so yeah. no matter what you're doing or working towards, it's all going to form into whatever you're it doing does. with your life because your experiences form your opinions right. and what you do. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, on a previous episode, mm-hmm. I was talking to someone about like how important it is to have hobbies that aren't necessarily work related. And I know some of you listening are, you know, entrepreneurs, some are not, some mm-hmm. are students, some are employees, but no matter what, I think it's so important to have hobbies because you're also, you're learning skills and you're having fun, but without the pressure of the money in the business. Totally. And in a weird way, like one of my hobbies that I had that like I was, I took an improv oh, class. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was so funny because I wasn't like trying to go be an actor or anything but I was just like I think this is fun and what was so interesting about it is what you just said kind of reminded mm-hmm. me like when I left that course I was like whoa I feel like so much more comfortable in front of people I feel totally. more comfortable speaking on my feet like I gained all these skills from improv that that I apply in my day-to-day business yes, life and. yes and <laughs> literally yes and it's crazy but like for real like you just you just can gain so much experience that, or, like, skills even doing the weirdest things. Exactly. You can learn from anyone and anything, I feel like. I know. It's so You just so have to weird. open your mind to be – you have to choose to do that, to view it that way. Exactly. And even if it doesn't apply itself right away or if you don't realize it, like, it definitely is applying itself in yeah. some way to what you're doing, you right. know? Right. No, 100%. You don't always see it, but it is shaping everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, it's really cool to see how um, – I don't know. It's just weird – seeing how all the weird little decisions that you oh, make yeah. in your life like change the course of what's happening for sure I mean it's so strange that's why it's so people some people freak out about getting older and I actually like it because mm-hmm. I just see myself every year even if my business goes up and down and blah 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 mm-hmm. I see myself continuing to improve and get smarter and get, yeah. it's almost like this tunnel and I just or this like funnel I guess where I feel like when you're younger you're like getting all these experiences and you're learning but then you're like refining your craft and your skills and every little piece of information that I absorb I almost view it like in like a video game where there's this meter and you have to like fill your (laughs) meter like I feel like as I get older I just am filling 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 that meter getting smarter getting wiser like being able to make better decisions Mm -hmm. having more experience having spoken to more people being able to quote more things like like the more information I'm just taking in at all times I feel like I'm just I'm becoming better every year no matter if my bank account reflects that or not (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean my dad was just telling me this that he was talking to one of his friends about how it's just interesting watching like 
me and like you and everyone can do this. So like carve out your little piece mm-hmm. in the world. You don't have to follow that like strict. Yeah. Um, like get straight A's in high school and then go to college and graduate with a 4.0 mm-hmm. and then go out and find yourself a job and then work right. to let, work for that job until you die. Right. Like you don't have to do that. No. There are so many other paths. And really like our generation is one of the first to truly be able to tap into that. And it mm-hmm. puts us in such a unique position because we get to decide how that's going to work. One hundred percent. As much as, it, as it'll continue to change and evolve, like mm-hmm. we are creating what that norm is exactly at least for right now. No, it's true. I completely believe that in the next 10, 15, 20, even mm-hmm. five years, like yeah. not only will the landscape of kind of just employment. I mean, do you know how many people I don't remember the stat now, but it's like the amount of people who are either self-employed or freelancer now yeah. is huge. And I then know. also I think in the education space too, like formal education, I think it's all going to be so different because totally. not only like I just think the whole landscape of it will change because there are going to be pe- like, people are realizing like yes the education part is important but not in the way that a lot of universities like unless you're being a professional like you're trying to be a doctor mm-hmm. lawyer PhD psychologist anything but in our type of world like of creating any sort of business or you know creating content or whatever yeah it's like no longer this formula of you need that Mm-mm. specific type of education. And it's no. very int- – I'm going to be so curious to see, especially with just how expensive college is and, like, all the student loan debt and all that. Oh I'm going to I'm crazy. so curious to see what will happen with all of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to change everything. Yeah. Like, I have a friend from home who is going to a college where she takes, like, one class at a time, but she does it for a month. Mm. And so, like, you move through classes quickly, mm-hmm. but it's only one at a time, and it allows her to, to be able to keep her stuff. job That's and awesome. continue, like – gaining income Mm -hmm. and she does it all from home it's totally remote and I feel like that's like a big part of what the future will be totally because it isn't as common now that people can just like go off to college and yeah you can't afford it so no and no exactly and if you can pay like two thousand dollars for an online business course that's going to teach you how to start a consulting business why would you not and listen I went to a four-year university and I freaking loved it and I think the social like the social aspect, but also it's just the people skills, totally. life skills aspect was so valuable. I would not go back and change that whatsoever. But I do think the landscape is going to change where like there are ways now that people could get that education and get that life skill, people skills doing other in other ways. For like, sure. You know, it's, that's going to be really interesting to see. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Like by the time we have kids. Yeah. To see, to see first how, of all, what even social media First is. of all, like is Earth going to be around? <laughs> yeah. Is Who Trump knows? still going to be president? He's going to be the dictator. He's going to be, yeah. 25 we, years later. Is the U.S. even a country anymore? Did California <laughs> break California off? California broke off. <laughs> I know. Fingers Cal- crossed. Yeah, right. But <laughs> did California break off or did it like sink in all? the earthquake like <laughs> land whatever I don't even I know who yeah. even know but guys life is short so that's also another reason to just go for everything absolutely yeah. another reason to say yes and yes and yeah that's an <laughs> improv tactic if you guys didn't pick up on that yes anding in life yeah it's funny this podcast I also think well mostly when I have solo episodes versus mm-hmm. guests this podcast doing it has really taught me how to slow down okay I talk really fast still but like how to speak more intentionally and more eloquently yeah. because I actually have to think about what I'm saying and not just ramble Blurt for a out. year. Yeah. And it's insane. Sorry, that was random, but no. we were talking about gaining skills from <laughs> random experiences and Well, there you go. Wow. Right? It's Podcasting, weird. Though. I even feel like even well with YouTube we get a little bit more control right. because like you go through and you cut out all the ums right and, and people and stuff want like that, that. It, they want it to be fast and stuff. Exactly. And podcasting like one of my first pieces of feedback I mm-hmm. got was like 
dude, slow down. Like, have a conversation. Like, yeah. it's okay to pause. Totally. It's okay to cough. It's oh, okay I to... I pausing. I know. That's the worst. Well, right? and on, but on YouTube, we're so trained that, like, everyone's attention spans are so short. Like, cut, cut, cut. Mm-hmm. Make it fast. Make it interesting. Like, keep their attention. Yeah. And with podcasting, that's not what, that's it's, not about. what it's about. People mm-hmm. are there having a conversation with you, and it's supposed to be natural. It's For sure. It's supposed to be, like... And that was like hard for me to understand. I was like, wait, wh- <laughs> what? Someone's going to actually sit there for 40 minutes, but yet I, I can't get someone to finish my 10 minute video. Like, literally, come on. <laughs> it's so weird. So weird. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's because also with podcasting, you can like multitask. Oh, definitely. Sort of. Everyone's driving or, you know, whatever. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. It's great. You can feel productive while doing something that's it's annoying. It's so good. Yeah. Or something that you have to do, like traffic. cleaning. Traffic. <laughs> we love traffic. Yep. Oh my gosh. So what is next for you now? Or what are you like? What's your current day to day looking like? Like, are you trying to add anything into the mix? Are you happy with what your channel's been doing? Yeah. So I'm pretty happy with what um, the content that I'm putting on my channels right now. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, Definitely like trying to figure out what's next for me in freelancing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty happy where I am right now, but definitely starting to explore like what is what is the next step in that I joined by the way this is a great resource that I like was not taking advantage of until like three days ago yes this is brand new to me but like Facebook groups are so good my last guest was literally just talking about that yeah like it's so crazy um I joined like all of these like freelance female yeah um, Facebook groups and the information in there is brilliant like yeah I learned so much in literally three days about like how to use LinkedIn, how to do client wow. acquisition, like all of this what? stuff. From from how? So you go to the group and then what? You're just like scrolling through posts? Yeah, I scroll through posts. So lots of people ask questions. And then like I decided last week, like, okay, I really have to, I didn't even have anything on my LinkedIn. I was like, yeah. I'm going to try to do freelancing. <laughs> like I should set up my LinkkedIn. I feel like that's the YouTube 101 and everyone's just like, I have a LinkedIn, but it just says like YouTube content Literally, creator. right? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I need to go through and like update this with all of my work experience. Yeah. And so then I wrote in one of the groups like question what's everyone's best practices on LinkedIn what do you find most useful on it what tools should Smart. you use stuff like that and I got like 150 comments wow. on this post with like links to different articles things that work best That's for them, like awesome. all this stuff and it's tons of conflicting opinions as well but it's lots of things that are working for certain people mm-hmm. and so you can try out all of those things and figure out what's going to work best for wow. you wow no that's awesome I, I yeah. definitely need to take more advantage of that I don't know if this happens to you but like I get really overwhelmed mm-hmm. with information. Yeah. With um we I like to say we are living in a knowledge rich lifetime right now. We can literally <laughs> we have knowledge. access. Yeah. We have access to so much where sometimes like it's so incredible. Mm-hmm. But I get really overwhelmed with even just like all my social medias and all the DMs and even my own text messages and emails and calls. Yeah. And so Facebook is just like, ah, and then LinkedIn messages. Like that stresses me out. Do you? This is a side note, yeah. but because you just mentioned mm-hmm. like posting on groups, like do you get overwhelmed with, even with all those responses, obviously you yes. were looking for an answer. So it's like helpful, but then you're like, oh my God, but now I have like 10 articles to yeah. read. No, I definitely <laughs> have not clicked on every article. I yeah. haven't even like fully read every comment because there's 150 of them. Yeah, like, that's you can't a lot. do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, like the first five that came in, I read every word and read every article and whatever, yeah. you know? And then I log in this morning, there's 100 more. Yeah. Um, that's awesome though. I mean, it is really cool though. Yeah. These groups, they're super active and tons of opportunities get posted in there yeah. for people who are hiring freelancers. Oh, nice. which yeah. has been really cool um just seeing sort of how that works and getting people's opinions on things yeah. so I found that really helpful and like also really inspiring being like look this is like 10,000 people in this group who are doing it yeah and are making it work. absolutely like why can't you be another one who's absolutely. also making that work yeah um because 
I forget if I already said this, but I felt I felt last week like I was going through a quarter life crisis of like, oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with yeah, my I mean, life. It is the quarter of your life. It, I mean, it literally <laughs> is. Right. So but I was like, we ah, I don't those. know. Yeah. What is next? And for whatever reason, joining these groups. I was sort of like, oh, okay. Yes. Like, this is fine. Yeah. Like, lots of people are doing this too. Yes, lots of people. And, you know, we all have this kind of, we get not competitive, but sometimes when it can be intimidating to even see mm-hmm. for you like, oh, 10,000 people are doing this well. So for some people, that's an intimidating number where it's like, oh, well, there's no room for me in this space. Right. And it's like, no, that's, it's actually the complete opposite. Like, that means there's a market for whatever it is that you're trying to do. And mm-hmm. there are, and there are. Think about how many people are like business coaches and gurus and experts and have online courses. Like so many people. And it doesn't mean that people won't also like purchase yours or hire you. Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. And even that kind of same revelation happened to me when I went on a family reunion Mm -hmm. where like everyone, they're more on the professional track of like going to be a doctor, this, that. So obviously they're going to have like crazy high incomes and that's going to be amazing. But it's like they're all like 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. And they're still like in school for being a doctor and it made me just calm the heck down because I was like all right I know I have a different career path and so you know but like I'm fine like there's still time to figure it out like I'm young like one of my cousins was literally just saying that like she's going through a crisis about like what she's doing with her life and is it impactful and all these things you know and she's in her 30s yeah you know and it's like even when I talk to my parents about it, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. They're like, Jill, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Nobody yeah, ever no knows one... what they're doing. Yeah, I like, feel like that's You just so... go with whatever's happening right yeah. now and see what happens. And it's never too late to, like, make a switch, too. Like, I know totally. someone personally who at age 50 was like, you know what? I kind of want to, like, go back and get a degree in this one thing and, like, start doing this. And my I parents was like, are both second yeah. career That's awesome. Adults. Yeah. yeah I who mean, went back to college later in their lives. Yeah. Well, because who's to say, like you were saying earlier, it, we all can create our own paths. And I think yeah. that's so cool. And how are you supposed to know what you want to do when you're 50 when you're 20? You are not. I don't think. Totally. I feel like that's why divorce rates are so high. <laughs> like, how do you know what you want? Literally. <laughs> you're going to be a different person. But the cool part about society right now is that we have the option to change I those know. things. You know? Yeah. No, if exactly. If a relationship isn't working, you can get mm-hmm. out of it without all of the shame that maybe... Mm-hmm. 25 years ago there totally. was. Yeah. Um, if you hate your career, you go back to school and figure yeah. out what's next, you know? Yeah. And so... I do love that. There's not so much pressure about, like, getting it right the yeah. first time. Totally. Because no one will. No, exactly. And I think that's something I try to emphasize on this show, too, because mm-hmm. I do know, like, a lot of people in different countries or even different parts of the, you know, of our country, some people still really feel that traditional pressure. And mm-hmm. I understand, like, some people's backgrounds are that or their families are really pressuring or there's all these outside sources. But mm-hmm. I always just try to say, like, just understand that it's it doesn't have to be perfect. And, like, you really can do what you want to do in your life. Absolutely. And, you know, to try not to let those outside pressures affect that. Because obviously we're – we're also we're very lucky we live in a land that feels like there's all these opportunities and people sure. are chasing their dreams left and right. I mean, all of my roommates and neighbors, like out of all of them, one person goes to an office every day. Actually, right. she, not even. No, yeah. literally zero. Actually, <laughs> she only half goes to an office. Yeah. And it's like that just really is a reflection of the time that we live in. And they're not all YouTubers Absolutely. like they do other things, too. But it's like, yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. We live well, in a my cool boyfriend. Time is he's a lawyer so he does go wow. to the office every single day yeah. he has like corporate job yeah but even he's like 
if my company allowed it, I could do every single thing I do here from right. home. There's right. absolutely no reason for me to technically be in the office. Yeah. Any meeting you can do over Skype or you can come in for that one specific meeting and then go home. That's the cool thing about technology. I do think at mm-hmm. least I think I would like to hope I think some companies are getting more efficient in yes. their time, usage of time, meetings, like so many absolutely. companies waste resources, money, time on projects that don't get finished or things that they think they want to start and don't mm-hmm. or just they have the employees there so they feel like they need to like put them to work and yeah. it's not efficient. Wow, interesting. Okay, I realize <laughs> I could talk to you oh for gosh, literally yeah. ever. And I it, it's so funny. I feel like we only just like skimmed the surface. I like know, we right? literally we're gonna have to do I want you to Definitely, come back. Yeah. Um I would just because I feel like I can relate to you on and I apologize. I feel like I was very I was interjecting a lot, but no, I love this back and forth discussion that I can bring other people's on mm-hmm. to have different people's perspectives. I feel like we both feel very similarly about like making sure that you're doing what you like to do mm-hmm. and if it's not working it's okay then quit don't do it. it yeah, yeah you don't literally like that's the beauty of it mm-hmm. like why do we put pressure on ourselves and i'm guilty of it too sometimes yeah. like I, I need to take better steps back and be like what is that does this make sense that i'm doing this totally and that's okay yeah. and i just love that and i'm just i'm happy that you're back to you too but i'm Me also too. like just so supportive of your journey like if you decided again tomorrow you know what no i'd be like great <laughs> yeah What's i think next? it's so admirable <laughs> that you're doing other things cool, and thank you yeah, no, I'm about to start potentially also doing like kind of a part-time thing that yeah. will be income, but mostly will be just like me wanting to branch out and get more experience totally. and learn from other people who are incredibly creative. Mm-hmm. And literally one of my friends like found out through the person and I, I won't name names, <laughs> but one of my friends found out through the person that I might be doing this. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, like she, she wasn't like being mean about it, but she was just acting very, she was acting surprised as though like, oh, I'm struggling, so that's why I might go work with her. totally. And I was just like, it's so funny how that's the immediate reaction with people like us. It's like, well, actually, I want to gain experience. And And even if you are, then good for you for not just struggling and doing something to change it. Totally. Yes, exactly. Like, there should not be shame around literally any side of this at all. Definitely not. And this makes me want to go make some videos on my side of the income chart. Yes, do it. On like, (laughs) because it's so crazy how it can work. I know. Yeah, it's wild. Like zero dollars for three months and then twenty thousand dollars and then in a week. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It makes no sense. I know. There's no formula. Good luck budgeting. Me. Right? At me. <laughs> At me. Anyway. Stop eating out, Joe. <laughs> yeah, dude, me. Stop it. <laughs> uh, my credit card just got this this like deal with DoorDash where it's oh, gonna give you statement credits. No. And I'm like, well, I already used it anyway. <laughs> oh my god. But I'm also like, okay, no. <laughs> the struggle. Right when that happened, I got fraud. Like I got a fraud alert on my mm-hmm. card and had to get a new one. And I was like, Adrian, this is a sign. Like, <laughs> don't do you it. You just got fraud the second you tried to sign up for this DoorDash thing. Like, <laughs> like just don't. Oh, it's <laughs> just so <good>. cook. <laughs> anyway, Jill, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, where for can me. people find you? Um, you can find me on YouTube if you type in Jill Cimarelli. Um, and Instagram and Twitter and my blog. I will put, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll put her links in the show notes. Check her out. And I'm just so happy. This has been great. Thank you for coming on. Of course. And guys, I will catch you in the next episode. Um, Be sure to share this with a friend. Join the Facebook group if you want. Join the Instagram. Join the Instagram. Follow (laughs) the Instagram and we can chat over there. And um, give me a, throw me a little rating and a review if you want on iTunes. That helps a lot. I want this show to get out to as many people as possible. So I love all your guys' support and I appreciate you so much. So I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.
Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.